On this week's episode of Cheesesteak Sports, we break down a tough loss in the Minnesota Vikings, talk about the officials in the NFL and what can change, and take a look around the National Football League. Yo, this is a Cheesesteak Sports production. Welcome to Cheesesteak Sports. I'm Paul. And I'm Dan. A little bit later than usual, uh, we just had, had to really think about a tough loss for an extra day. Which kind of stinks, um, though. Just, we just couldn't we couldn't yeah. link up yesterday because Dan, you want to tell them what you did? Yeah, I went to uh, the basketball hall of fame, um, which was really cool. First time I was ever there. Uh, the only bad thing about the trip, there's a lot of Patriots, Celtics, uh, Bruins fans. Because um, then we went to the Yankee Candle Village, which is like 30 minutes further. Was was I mean, that is that was like a sick. factory? Yeah, is it's that a Yankee crazy, bro. It's, yeah, it's like it's it wild. Dang, dude! It's in Massachusetts. Uh, it was. I think it was technically. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was. Ma- it was Massachusetts. I think. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, maybe it's more west. I guess that's what it is than Boston, because Boston's yeah. more seaboard. Yeah. Because when I Meg and I went up there, I didn't even think about like passing through or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. No, it was really cool. You that's like cool. you need candles, man. Like, you love like, it. I yeah, think I'd, I'd go. I probably walk around with my eyes closed. They're just like touching, uh, yeah. like walking and around. They have like a whole smell. Christmas section. I saw and, the pictures of that. That was really yeah. cool. I wasn't sure what exactly that yeah. was. But on to, on to the the game. I was the, trying. The, I was actually trying to delay it a little bit more. I know, but we we got we got to bring it up. <laughs> the Eagles Vikings game did not go as we expected. I remember sitting uh, sitting with Paul saying we both had a good feeling about the game. I had and a great feeling about I remember Paul saying that scares him a little that he felt so felt so good about it. And um, yeah, 38-20, ugly game. Uh, yeah, a very ugly game for us to lose the way we did. Um, yeah, so let's let's dive into it. Another, another slow start for the Birds. Down, put themselves in a hole down what? It was 24-3, right? Um, or 17 no so yeah 24-3 yeah I, I mean, 24-3 I before you can what, blink your eyes I don't know what's up with this team uh, the 3 and out in the beginning of the game didn't really help us um, for for our sake like we we were just mm-hmm. the defense was on the field for like I think they like it was like 7 minutes and 40 yeah. seconds and you go 3 and out um, the one thing though was the reason why we were backed up so far was because of a penalty on the kick return so, uh, oh, yeah. Dave Phipp kind of got to get his guys in order. I mean, special teams is one-third of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Doug Peterson called the call where Jake Elliott threw the pass that was intercepted before halftime. Right. Which, at the time, I was like, I guess he said that I, – I was like, I guess it says, like, it's just the same. But, I mean, you kind of do want to take those points. Um, yeah. I listened to uh, Fran Dumphy's podcast – for you guys that don't know Frank Dunphy, big breaking down the tape, like uh-huh. him and uh, Carcel go hard in the paint with it. Yeah. And he said he looked back Waka at... Flocka Flocka. Yeah, walk, shout out to the boy Waka Flocka. But um, he said that the Vikings, every single game in that setup that oh, they yeah. had, they Dude. bring an extra guy in and leave out basically where Goddard was supposed to be. Mm. So... I mean, it was the right call, like Doug said. Like if he said, if they saw it, they're gonna check into it. But I mean, that just sucks. Yeah. Like it, it just kind of sucks because, like, in the second quarter, we really finally started clicking. In the first quarter, Carson Wentz only attempted one pass. Mm. Like it was just, it was just like the first quarter, we didn't even really have a chance to go. 
Um, I mean, Kirk Cousins, I still don't think he's a great quarterback. Obviously, we all know our secondary sucks. Yeah, I mean, he uh, threw one ball that was like, wow. I think it was a touchdown. He he threaded it to someone. It might have been, might have been, had to be. Oh, uh, the one in the end zone? Yeah. Yeah, that was real nice. Well, like, I mean, some of his touchdowns, like, there was the one, I think it was their second touchdown of the game to put them up 17 3, where. They have the still shot of you have Diggs running one one sideline, Thielen running the other sideline. There's like a tight end over the middle of the field, yeah. and he could have gone to any one of yeah, them. Yeah, if if he had three if space. he had three arms, he could have got three touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, so it's definitely concerning with how bad our secondary has been. It is somewhat of a boost you hope to possibly get Jalen Mills back this week, uh, maybe Ronald Darby. Uh, it, it can't hurt, you know. It can't be worse. <laughs> Nothing and can be worse. That's like the we've thing. survived days worse than this. Um, of the, I of mean, the, the thi- Kerry Williams, Bradley Fletchers of the world. Like we've been here before. I know yeah. it seems like it's Bradley been Fletcher, a little bit. Dude. Yeah, um, no, it has. I, I mean, the weird thing too is even um, the Saints game last year for us, we were kind of in that spot. But that's when the young guys, yeah, Craven and Maddox, up. stepped up. But they're not even here. I know. So like, we don't even have those young guys to step up. The one young guy that we thought would step up has been a complete, utter piece of toast every yeah. single week. Yeah. I don't want to call him a bust yet. But it's, it's, it's hard to judge because like you never know if the dude's fully healthy. Yeah, some Sydney people are, some people are saying it's like his like toughness scale is like real weak yeah, and like he really doesn't do it for me as far like I don't know if it's because he's just a young Sydney guy. Jones he in there. Like, he doesn't seem like he's got that dog in him. Like like, like Maddox like, has that dog yeah, in him, and he's the young, same generation. So it's just like it might yeah. be that what we can't draft anyone Washington, from Washington. Dude, but it's got me worried about Dillard now. But Matisse, dude, Matisse is a different animal out there. So far, now it's preseason. But, I forgot um, he was from there too. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Matisse um, oh my goodness. Well, I, oh, well, what was I gonna say? I just lost uh, about the young oh, bulls. No, I'm talking about dogs. Like like even Jalen Mills has had. Hey. His, he has he's had his days of people calling for him and all that, but like he's got the dog in him, Jalen Mills, which is a reason like I hope we can get him back. Like he's yeah, got that's, that dog in him. That's really what you want out of your cornerbacks. You do. Even though like, Jalen Mills would be wagging his finger when he's not doing anything about the play, but like he's got the dog in him. Yeah, yeah. You want and we need you want some, players. We need some swagger. That that's need, really what you want. Is you don't want these um I was listening to Chris Sims and he was just saying how that for this is a around the league segment right now real quick the Chiefs last two games they lost time of possession you got Patrick Mahomes on the sideline drinking Gatorade so either you want to make a play or get your quarterback on the field and I kind of feel like that's where we're at with our defense as sad as it be like I mean Mm. you you kind of you gotta make plays. Yeah. We can't just let them march down the field. Obviously, yeah, yeah, we we that. might be overreacting just from this game because it was Kirk Cousins. I mean, the Vikings do have a great uh, talent pool. I, the reason why I'm smiling is because um, another guy that I hear talk sometimes, Stu Finer, he's he's a legit whack job, but he always says like every single week he's always has in his top five power ranking. He always has the Vikings at three. Like, even when they're getting... Why? Just because they have a great roster. Like, Cook's a beast. Mm. Diggs, Thielen's nice. I think Irv Smith's better than Rudolph. Their defense is nice. Like, they are a good team. It's just Kirk Cousins in the big moments don't doesn't always show up. Now, if we would have stole that one from them and then had home field advantage, if we see them in the playoffs, I feel a lot better. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, also, I, I don't know if they went like Kirk Cousins in the playoffs doesn't really show up either. So it's yeah. like that's I mean that's looking way down the line. Like we need we need to fix ourselves right now before we can think about January football. I'm always thinking about January football. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, well, yeah, definitely. I mean it it's it's really a shame because Jalen Ramsey's gone. That's not an option. Chris Harris. Wait, why do you say that? Because the owner doesn't want I, the owner yeah. doesn't want to get rid of him. So the, the the rumblings are since the owner doesn't want to get rid of him, and the problem was with Ramsey and Coughlin, Coughlin might just be out at the end of the year because you're not going to give away a top. They said yeah. the late latest thing he said he was like five first rounders wouldn't do it. So that's a big discrepancy from oh like we want two first rounders yeah. to five. Yeah, because there I mean there's a point like yeah we're in a. I mean, the NFL, there's so many teams, right? There's not like you can't really point to a, a couple teams but like this. This team is a team, you know. Like the even Chiefs the even the Patriots, all, Patriots are undefeated, but their offense hasn't really shown anything yeah, yet. Didn't look great on Thursday night. No, it's Thursday night. But like, yeah, the NFL League of Parity. Uh, you don't want to. De- Eagles are definitely in a window right now. Like I think we can agree on that. That they're in a, a window to to do big things. But you don't want to mortgage the future completely. Right? Oh, no, not at all. You don't want to give up. Like, I think I would be okay with, um, eat, like, still, I think we still need to bring someone in. I think a corner, maybe another defensive end, and then a receiver. Like, I think, the, like, we need another receiver. We need one of those three. Sean. Like, it's gonna, hopefully he can come back and play Sunday night. But I think you don't you don't want to go too crazy and mortgage the future. I think this team can still win now with how the roster's constructed, but they need to add another piece or two. Um, and, like, even watching that game, I know it was, like, ugly. And uh, for all, like, how slow of a start it was for us to come back in the game 24-20, really could have been t- tied if Alshon Jeffrey can stay in bounds on that uh, on that uh, throw on the sideline. Like, he had yeah. nobody in front of him at all. He started thinking about the sideline um, and then went out. But, and then, you know, I mean, I don't hate, I hate to put the game on the refs, and Eagles play bad and deserve to lose that game, but there's so many calls in that game that if they're called well, the other way, it can change, completely change the momentum of the game. And they weren't being called, they weren't, they weren't being called the same way on each side. Like, yeah, that, I felt like we were getting calls that we weren't getting. Yeah, like, it, it was really frustrating because you literally have the, the, dichotomy of the two plays side by side. Like, we get called for, a ticky tack. Well, actually, it was the vice versa. Vikings D back would be all over our player. Wouldn't get called. We're yelling for it. We don't get it. Okay, whatever. Like, all right, you gotta make the play. Like, let's get it. Then you have basically the same exact thing, if not even le- to a lesser degree, happened on from our cornerbacks onto their receivers, and then they get it. It was just very rough. Um, I mean. Like people were after last night's game with the Lions losing because yeah. of the two uh, legal hands to the face calls that weren't there. Did you watch it live? I didn't yeah, see it. I saw it. It was, okay. it was bad. Yeah. I mean, the sec- the first one, I was like, okay. Like at the end of it, he kind of brushes by and hits him a little bit, but it wasn't really uh, a call. Like I was like, all right, fine. There was something, booger, shut up. But then yeah. the second one, I was like, yeah, that's just that's just bad. Did you uh did you listen to Calvert at all today? Uh yeah. Did you hear him talk about like his Yeah, he's been saying that for a little bit. I don't like the end of the two minute everything gets reviewed. I, I thought I like that. I like the so Do you wanna just explain real quick what he said? So You can. Oh okay. Well, Since yeah, Cal- you like him more than me. <laughs> yeah, Calvert basically was saying like 
Um, the NFL needs its insurance, just like you need insurance on a car or a home. The insurance should be like the last two minutes of the game, anything can be reviewed. Because his big thing was like the Lions didn't have an opportunity to, to even check that. Yeah. Where and then he compared it to the Saints game last year. The Saints at least had opportunities to change the outcome of that game after the fact of that bad call. Um, and he also brought up the pass interference thing. That that I thought was spot on. Um, him him talking about the that it's been unnecessary to add this this review of pass interference and twenty four of the twenty five have not been changed at all. Mm. And they're not. It's they're not gonna. From what like we've seen, they're not gonna change it unless it's like blatant, blatant, blatant passing. Unless if it's like which terrible. is why, like, even like yesterday with the Aguilar one, like you can't Doug throw can't it. challenge it because you don't want to lose the timeout. Yeah, you can't. You lose a timeout and a challenge in that case, and it's not worth that. it. My the one that I want that I think is better than that isn't just time restricted. It's an extra ref, like like Cowery was saying today on a show. There's only seven refs. College has eight. You can get an eighth man in the booth seeing the teleprompter, the same things that everyone else is seeing in America, mm. and be like, throw it there. That was pass interference. Yeah. Why? Like, have it. Have one guy assigned to the game inside the stadium, same stripes, looking down, seeing it, and being like, okay, there, there's a hold right there. <laughs> Instead of having a review process, you have another eye that's seeing everything that everyone's seeing yeah. in America. And that gets a, that gets rid of those ones where, uh, like, the, the big problem was the NFC Championship game, was that missed yeah. call. And you would see you saw it. I mean, when I saw it live, I was kind of like, whoa. <laughs> like, I was just like, whoa. <laughs> like, I can't believe there's... A, and then they showed it slower, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, I can't believe there wasn't a flag. But, like, right there, um, I mean, it's just... It, it's... It's it's 2019, and we're still officiating like it's 1930. That's that's really what it comes down to. And I mean, I'm I I think our generation is definitely more for turbility and going forward. But yeah, you know, like the like our dads are more in the like oh let's keep it and that unfortunately that's where the nfl's leadership is is in that same age bracket basically like oh we're gonna keep it as close as it is because we've seen it go so hot like the nfl has been growing but also now with gambling becoming more prevalent and legal in most states i mean bro like why wouldn't I think if if I had money on the lines, yeah. uh, m- money line? Yeah. Why wouldn't I think that that guy was up to sk- scheme me out yeah. of my money? Like it's, it's just or like the over under. Like yeah. like there's something wrong with that official being able to call those illegal hands to the face when they weren't there. Like that that's yeah. just not right. Yeah, it's, so. they can affect the game. They'll, they will affect the game and continue to affect the game. Even like the Eagles Vikings, the ref in that game, that dude just looked slimy. I don't know if, it, if he really got me. Like he ticked me off. He looked like a dude, like a creep dude, like a real creeper, to be honest. Um, completely <laughs> off off topic, but also, um, well, we'll get into that. I was gonna bring up. I thought the Cowboys Jets game. Oh yeah, the even that. in that game, like. It was like it was like but five straight plays. It's six actually. Six straight plays and it was for like penalties so in the Cowboys' favor. Yeah, like yeah. that—that's the thing. They helped them get down the field, and the pack. Which uh, the Cowboys also had that against the Saints too. In the end of that game, uh, the the Cowboys yes. actually got yeah, down yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. with yep. with that. Yep. So know. it was it was just it's just like obviously like we're rooting against the Cowboys, but. I think when you have six straight penalty calls, 
like again going against one team in the end of the game to get the team down the field like even if they're there kind of let the let the boys play or like you have to have something to balance that out in yeah. some sense like yeah. it just it's not fun to watch too and yeah you can say we're biased but like still if you look at it from um, a different perspective like just overall football like Dallas is America's team the NFL is going to want them to do well when Dallas does well people talk they're going to talk about them like they're going to they're going to bring more to the NFL which is yeah it just any it seems like anytime you watch a Dallas game they're going to get calls which is always you, you hate well, playing in Dallas because of that well don't get me started with yeah. the kickoff last year to start yeah. the game but it's- yeah, we we we're getting sidetracked here talking about the officials, um, but definitely. I mean, but, but it's war- it's warranted. Like like it is, deser- is It's a very deserved topic, just because what they're doing. Oh, that's what I wanted to say too. I just started listening to uh, Dean Blandino's podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, good call, phenomenal dude. Doug Peterson was on there last week, but you know I'm a big Dean Blandino guy. What does he talk about? Uh, he just talks about officiating in NFL and college football, like big plays, like oh, whether okay. the, it's the right call, bad call, good call, uh, why different things are called different ways. Dude, the amount of podcasts and you li- like and shows you, I don't understand how you can fit it all in. I just do you just it. do it while working the whole day. Yeah, right? I work ten day, okay. ten hour shifts, so I, I get yeah, I get sense. it in on the commute in, commute out there for most of the time um but uh the one thing that we've this is more eagles related well doug peterson was actually on the episode um but basically the fact is like we've been calling for once to roll out yes blandino it was just a bland statement like he was just saying he's like quarterbacks lose the protection of the strike zone so you can get hit on the knee and below and also you're you don't get the extra steps while throwing so like three steps you can still get hit mm. so that's a big reason why carson's being kept in the did peterson talk about no that? peterson didn't like blandino just opened up with the episode that peterson's on with that he's like you're 72 percent chance more likely to get hurt while you're running while you're throwing out of the pocket than in hmm. so it's yeah that makes sense but uh, i mean i think that's that's you can watch an NFL game and kind of figure that out. I mean, if he's going to be, he's scrambling. Yeah, that's, obviously. That's, obviously, like, that's why the Eagles want to protect him. But still, I, I think he's at his best when he's out, out No, of I mean, he, when he, like, it's like the looking at Rodgers like two years ago when Rodgers was, I guess even Mahomes, but like just do, making something happen after the play. And obviously that's not really how we like that's not how you want to win like you don't really want to see that you'd rather see like it's exciting for us to see but at the same time like you'd rather see Jared Goff circa 2018 everyone's open have so yeah. much space around them and we're just not getting that with our receivers no, this year at all not. and I would like to see just even more like um, constructed like play action rollouts like get the ball out of his hands quick still so he's not getting hit like there was even a couple plays yesterday we ran to Goddard early in that first half. Like, quick play action, quick hitters, like, getting him in the flow of the game at least. I feel like early on to get him in the flow, rolling him out a little bit and get him comfortable, um, I think that can open things up. I think, I mean, the play he made, the touchdown to, who was it, Alshon? I can't remember who he threw to. Uh, but it was in the red zone, uh, the touchdown where he's scrambling around. He's stepping. It was just oh, a Carson Wentz play. Yeah. 
Um, and we've seen that so many times. And he's he's really good at extending plays. And when you extend plays as a cornerback uh, in the secondary, it's going to be harder to stick with the receiver. You're going to have to either force a penalty. It'll, it'll be a penalty or someone will be open. So, But if it's going against the Vikings, it won't be a penalty. You'll yeah. just get away with it. That's, so, so. that's, that's very true. But so we sit here three and three. Um, I think back to a couple weeks ago, I was very, very down. I, I don't feel as down as I did then simply because, um, well, the Cowboys are 3-3 three and three as well. Um, yeah, because at that and, point, the Cowboys are 3-0. Three three and and um, yeah, and rolling. Uh, so as far as playoff hopes, like that's all still very, 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 very much alive, obviously. Um, but do you, how do you, how do you feel? Do you feel as good as you did after that? Um, not, not that you felt good, but as confident as you did after that, uh, Lions loss when you, um, I wouldn't say as confident just because we're more than a quarter throughout the season and our secondary has been, I mean, it's been bad. So obviously our defense and our team, like the Eagles, like historically have been, set around that winter kind of football so like maybe things shift like towards that way because there's no way Kirk Cousins doing that outside in 35 degree weather Mm -hmm. so I'm just really hoping that you know we can just make it into the playoffs like I don't think we're getting into the playoffs without winning the division just looking at how well the the 49ers are playing with the Seahawks right below them. The whole entire NFC North. Yeah, the North is um, crazy. And even the Rams are sitting at 3-3, three and three too. So, I think the Rams... Oh, well, Rams did just trade away Marcus Peters today. Yeah, I meant to bring that up. Yeah, I didn't even notice until like an hour after it happened. But um, I'm feeling not as good and not as confident. But... I, I mean that's just because I was overly confident. I, I was yeah. saying that we we're gonna go thirteen and three, and right now it's looking more like a realistic nine seven ten six. Mm. So yeah, I mean as we sit here, we're six games in. I feel like we have yet to have a complete football game. I mean yeah. the Packers game was the closest thing to it. One because they were real competition. I can't really. The Jets game was ugly. And we dominate it, but the Jets were just really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Packers game, I, I missed like that first, like almost quarter personally, because yeah. I was I wasn't able to watch it. But that was the closest thing I think we had to it. And still, like Rodgers kind of did what he he wanted to do. Devontae Adams did what he wanted to do. Um, and if you look at, I mean, we beat we beat Washington barely. We beat a crappy Jets team, and really, like if you're looking from the outside and like. The Eagles haven't shown the National Football League much. I mean, that Packers game was yeah, that was a, that, that, that was, was a humongous huge, huge win. Yeah, for sure. Because it's but still their only loss that, outside of that. Oh they yeah, they I mean the the Redskins just got their first one against Miami by one point. Already fired their coach. Right. Jets didn't have Sam Darnold, and we can see that the Jets are a different team when they have Sam Darnold. But that Packers win, Aaron Rodgers threw for what four hundred yards, something crazy like that. And I mean, we still as we're talking came right out. now. Oh, Jaguars trade Jalen Ramsey to the Rams. Oh, for first round picks in 2020, 2021, and a fourth round pick in 2021. Wow. Well, yeah. I guess I was wrong about that one. <laughs> yeah. A Woj bomb from in our Woj chat. Doug texted uh, okay. us, and it's official. I got the ESPN too. Like, who Schefter? Uh, yeah, Schefter. 
Um, okay. So that makes more sense about getting rid of Marcus Peters. Yeah. Um, I was confused about that too because Talib got hurt. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But um, that's interesting. Yeah. I really wish that we got him, but yeah. yeah. I what about um, Patrick Peterson? Do you think that's a possibility? I mean, he popped up last year. Yeah. He hasn't played a game yet this year because mm. it's a suspension. Um, like like I said, I'm open for him, Chris Harris. Yeah. Like those, like Chris Harris only has one year left. I'm pretty sure Patrick Peterson's in the same boat, and that's more of a, like a stopgap kind of thing. I mean, hopefully, I think Peterson's the better player and also the younger player, so you might be able to get him for a longer time. But um, I just can't believe that just happened. Yeah. Anyway, back to what I was saying. Like you're three and three right now. This is, I mean, you don't need to say, it, but like this is a huge game Sunday night at Dallas for first place in the division. Overall, I think Carson has done a good job this year. I really do think he's done a good job. I, I wouldn't say he's been great, uh, but I think he's definitely had a lot of um, just unfortunate things happen to him as far as the drop passes, uh, and even like even like the Alshon thing the other day where he runs out of bounds, like different things like that. I feel like he's just been unlucky this year, and what better way to 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 turn things around than Sunday night in Dallas? Um, it is Dallas week, uh, so I, I, I still feel confident in this team to make a run, uh, but like I said, it, it comes down to, um, I think, us adding a couple more pieces, how he working his magic, and you know how he's on the phone. At this point, after what we've seen him do in the, in the past couple years, this has been his time where he has... His, he likes to, to make a splash, and it's somewhat of a big splash. We look <laughs> at Golden the, Tate yeah. last year, which... Yeah, unfortunately didn't work out, but um, the year before that, you look at Jay Ajayi, which was a Super Bowl, huge Super Bowl uh, contributor for the Eagles and helped us bring us the Lombardi Trophy. So, like, you expect him at this point to make a big splash. Um, so I, I do expect in the next couple weeks to get something done and help this team, help this team win. So got you got you to win Sunday night in Dallas. That's what yeah. it comes down to, you know? Yeah, we but, go down, we win, and we're in control of our destiny. And they're going to be a desperate team, too. They've now lost three in a row, and that, that Jets game uh, was a big surprise. Uh, For some see, people. To see <laughs> Sam Darnold uh, come back from mono, I'm just glad he came back when he did, because if he didn't, the Eagles could be looking at 2-4 and four right yeah, now, the way he was playing. That, that would be awful. Um, um, one other thing is... Uh, that Rams 49ers game 49ers kind of showed everyone yeah. who's running the West I right now I West still Hudson. wasn't really sold on them uh, but they're now what 5-0 five, five and oh, yeah. yeah so th- they looked pretty good and um, Carolina got another win with Kyle Allen 4-0 under him 4-2 yeah, on the season crazy uh, Saints got another win with Teddy Bridgewater that game was a punt fest it wasn't mm, really that yeah. it wasn't fun yeah. Um, and then what other NFC, big NFC game? I guess Seahawks coming back from the Browns. And like I said, that's why I think we're really going to be um, the te- like the winner of the East comes out. I don't think there's any wild card hopes mm. for anyone in the NFC East. And it really just comes down to us and Dallas. Yeah. And I have more confidence in us than Dallas just because it, for us, it's like a one positional thing. Mm. Like for them, it kind of seems like a, more of a like, offensive line is not going. Dak's spotty. Their wide receiver, like Cooper's probably Cooper might not play on yeah. Sunday. 
Um, Devin Smith, the guy who had like the one game for them, it hasn't really shown up since then. Zeke, some people are saying that he's lost a step since he took that time off. Like he hasn't really looked that good. Their defense isn't really getting that many stops because they just run the Seattle cover three defense that people know how to scheme against. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's just I I've more confidence in my guys. Like Doug Peterson has in his. So yeah, I mean Doug Peterson with uh, some some big comments on WIP the other day. Even though he tried to retract it in his his press conference, like well, no, he, he, he it makes sense. He didn't say like I guarantee to I guarantee a win. I know, but still, like we're gonna go down there and we're gonna win. Yeah, it's different than be like it I is. guarantee right. a win. It is definitely different, but still, you know that's that's already been, oh yeah, been it's been all and, over the place. And uh, I can already hear Collinsworth and now Michael's talking about it on Sunday Night Football. Die, yeah. you hear this yeah. one? Yeah. Oh well, Doug Peterson <laughs> in the week said. Uh, Oh, well, I, I don't mind those guys. I, I yeah, like them a lot better than, than a lot of people in America. Well, in Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for a Sunday night showdown. Um, What's your Sunday? Uh, I guess we'll get into that yeah, on Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. I mean, uh, any other notes from week four? For, oh, week four. Week six for you? Uh, no, I mean, I we talked about the Monday night game briefly. I didn't get to watch it, but it sounded like it was a really close game. Unfortunately, the refs. Yeah, I mean the the big part in that. Yeah, the big part in that not giving the lines back the ball, like you said earlier, is just the fact, like, refs don't win and lose games. They just kind of dictate some of it because all the times that Matt Stafford had the ball in the red zone, you can punch it in instead of getting three. So that's really what it comes down to. That's why you can never ultimately blame a game on the refs, just because when you're in the red zone and you stall out. It's your fault for not scoring. So yeah, another thing that happened um, around the league that I, I meant to bring up was uh, the benching of Marcus Mariota. Uh, yeah, um, I kind of saw that one coming. Yeah, so just funny to look back and think. I don't like the thing where uh, where where we were on Mariota a couple years ago, and um, yeah, he's yeah he's, he's not something. working out. In yeah, it's it was weird because in some of his games earlier this year, I was like, like he wants to win. It's not like it's not an effort thing. It's just he doesn't have it. He's just a good athlete. It's like um, it's just like he he's a good athlete. He's not a good quarterback that's athletic. He's just a good athlete that can run around and make stuff happen. Like there's this one game where he actually jumped up and did like got hit so hard he did like a helicopter out of bounds. Like he's like he's trying to win, but he just can't hit all the throws. And yeah, well, it should I mean, be interesting I hope he's to me, like, trying to win. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but like you see some guys, like when you think of like bad quarterbacks, you think of like the Brock Osweiler, Marcus Russell. Yeah, like those kind of players that are just like oh, like whatever. Another thing that's really just been irking me lately is the fact that we lost to Atlanta. They lost again this week to Arizona. They missed it an extra point. It's, a different, it's a different Atlanta team. I know, but still, but still, it drives yeah, me crazy. I mean, it with everything, I, we already talked about that a couple I'm, times. I but. mean, dude, there's no, it's not it's, bad that we lost to Atlanta when their defense was fully healthy, their first game at home of the season, and we lost three of our top five targets within 30 minutes of kickoff. So I I understand like it it does suck because like if this was college football and there was like the AP polls and stuff power rankings wise 
yeah, we'd be further down, but that doesn't matter. So yeah. don't 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 get into this temple uh, top twenty five stuff. <laughs> I wasn't. You just took it there. I wasn't. Well, I mean of, that. I mean, obviously, I'm it just sucks. saying it sucks because that's a win we sh- we should have had. Yeah, and you're um, telling you're telling me I'd still be in the pool if we had that win. Yeah, and another thing, the Sunday night game, the Chargers uh, continue to be the Chargers. They awful. they lose to the Steelers. I I watched the beginning of that game, um, but. Yeah, Steelers won twenty four seventeen. Yeah, Chargers was, didn't score until the they didn't score a touchdown until the fourth quarter. Wow. So, but yeah, that's about it for around the league. Uh, we'll have a big uh, preview for the Cowboys coming to you in a couple of days, um, and hopefully the Eagles can figure out how to um, get rid of these slow starts. Yeah, definitely. So they got to start fast. Start. One thing I, um, I think Doug might have said this or somebody, but I was even thinking that like. Sunday night, like if they win the toss, give me the ball. Who said that? I'm um, I'm saying I want I uh, I don't know if Doug said that, but Doug I, I Werner want, or Doug Peterson? Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson said that? No, I don't know if he did. I'm just uh, saying. I thought I read that he did after I was thinking this though. Um, but I've been like I like I want the ball first. I know we always defer, and usually I'm all about that, but like we got we got to start fast, and I it mean, sucks. It, it sucks <laughs> even like against Minnesota, like to get on the field, you're down seven nothing already, like. I want this team to start fast. Yeah, I know, but it would really suck if we got the ball first and went three and out. Yeah, it would. Like, we kind of have been even though we're getting the ball second. Get creative, Doug. First three plays, get creative, especially if DJ's back. Well, that's that's the one other thing that um, people were speculating, saying, like, hey, like, maybe Doug Peterson did this because, obviously, we just cut – we didn't talk about it, but we cut Zach Brown after he was talking reckless about Kirk Cousins and then didn't really show up. But he's like – like maybe just to ignite the team be like yeah like Doug's got our back like we gotta go out play for him like uh, oh I even heard Chris Long say like how much he liked it like Chris Long right now like today was like like Doug Peterson like that was a great thing to do for the locker room like that really sp- cutting no no not cutting Zach Brown but saying like we're gonna go we're gonna win yeah so like it gets the guys being like yo like this is our coach like he really believes in Where us did you hear chris long say that on twitter uh, no Rosello podcast uh, he's he's on that every week i thought i, t- I thought i said that before i must you have, told have Jared. You, might, you might have to send it to me um i will yeah he does a, a recap every single week of that around the nfl yeah um the big chris long guy loves yeah. tweets no he's the man but uh, he was just saying like that can spark a fire underneath the team and also a, a fire underneath himself in the fact that he's got to come up with more creative play calls, like you were just saying. Yeah. Like, it puts a little bit more pressure on him, but he's not going to have to worry about getting smacked in the face. Like, if Zach Brown's saying it, you know, you, he can yeah. obviously can get taken out by, like, a lineman. So, um, but, yeah, that's my life. That's my story. And, uh... Oh, do you want to do a get to know us? I don't have one. Oh, you don't? No. I do. Okay. Um, Quick one. Uh, I was going to ask you what, uh... A top like what are some of your favorite TV shows? My favorite TV shows, um, just off the top of the head, uh, Stranger Things. Uh, me and Paul were OGs with that show uh, before it got big. Like I remember watching with Paul. Like no one really knew about it, like at all. Yeah, I only um, knew because of the ad. Friday Night Lights was a classic for me. Riggins and the Boys, Maddie Saracen, aka Nick Foles. Um, classic How I Met Your Mother I used to love that I haven't watched it in a while but classic uh, it's there's there's so many shows like I, there's so many shows to choose from but those are like always like the ones that like I can think about right away um, How I Met Your Mother was the reason why I brought it up because Meg and I are doing that costume 
on the hanging chair, oh, wow. she's a pumpkin, yeah. That's that's cute. Yeah, it's gonna be a good one. Um, and then also I brought it up because I just saw the Breaking Bad movie last night. Oh, El Camino. Britta was telling me about that. Oh, she watches Breaking Bad. Yeah, she watched huh. the beginning of the movie. She was hype on it. On the movie? Of the movie. She was telling me there's a movie that yeah. just came out. Yeah. She was hype on the movie or yeah. hype on the show? Both. Okay, the movie was alright. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that was one of my favorite shows. Sopranos is a classic that I just started. Well, I just watched like this past year, and also uh, Game of Thrones. Just like classic, like yeah. I kind of feel basic with those, but those really are some of the great TV shows. Yeah, some throwback ones. Uh, Saved by the Bell, Boy Meets World. Just to name a few. Drake and Josh, even Stevens. Oh, oh. Yeah, those are two. Great ones. Um, yeah. That's, that's about it. Get to know <laughs> us. Uh, if you haven't watched any of the shows, give it a try. Let us know what you think. Um, but I'm Paul. Or <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Dan. <laughs> Have a good night. <laughs> Go Birds. Thanks for listening. Rate and subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud. Like us on Facebook. Twitter, Instagram, follow us. We are Cheesesteak Sports. We all we got, we all we need.